welcome to Big Happy Life, the show that's all about making conscious choices about your habits so that achieving your goals becomes easier and more fun and you feel happier along the way. I'm your host, Natalie Britt, and today we're talking about keystone habits. In this episode, which is part four of six in the Goals and Habits series, I'll be talking you through what a keystone habit is, sharing a three-step process for choosing a really good one, and I'll share with you some examples of fantastic keystone habits and why they work as well as they do. This episode is particularly useful if you find yourself in a situation where the next step you need to take feels beyond you and you're not sure how to get there, or you're in a situation where there are things in your life you want to change but you feel stuck in some way, unable to make those changes, this episode may hold some of the keys you need to unlock the next step. I'll be making reference to earlier parts of the Goals and Habits series, so before we get into Keystone Habits, here's just a brief recap of some of the earlier things we've covered. So we started with looking at setting your outcome goals and then working out what are the skills you need to develop, those become your performance goals, and then working out how are you going to do that, how are you going to actually increase that performance level, and those were your process goals. Then in episode two, we looked at values and looked at the fact that whatever you're doing needs to align with something that has meaning to you. Otherwise, it just feels like a massive push and it's not really worth doing. Last week, we took a look at habits and what happens in your brain and the fact that really, when you're running a habit, you're doing far less thinking. So if you have habits set up really well, they will naturally flow in the direction of your goals. But if they're set up quite badly, they're things that perhaps deplete you of your energy or waste your time or just leave you feeling bad in some way, then the likelihood is that those things are going to flow away from your goals. In terms of creating flow, our topic today, keystone habits, is one of the most important things to be aware of when it comes to setting or changing habits. So it fits into two parts of last week's episode. It fits into those automated habits I've just mentioned where you're not necessarily doing a hell of a lot of thinking about them. And it also fits into conscious habits, the ones you choose deliberately because you know they will create flow in your life in the right direction. We already know that any habit you have can either create flow in the direction of your goals or away from your goals. But keystone habits are a little bit special. There's something about them that stands them apart from other habits. To illustrate what that is, I invite you just to think about yourself for a minute. If you had a piece of paper in front of you and you could just write down a whole load of sentences, as many as you can think of, starting with the words, I am, and then finishing those sentences, you could think of things like, I am this type of person, or I am whatever you have that role, I'm a mother, I'm a father, those kinds of things. Also, I am good at, I am not good at. Basically, any end to that sentence that describes who you are and what defines you, what would you write down? If you have the time and the opportunity to do so, it might actually be a really good idea just to pause the podcast here and write down some of those statements that come to you top of mind. What it'll mean is when you listen to the rest of this episode, you'll end up being able to apply it to some of the sentences you wrote down and really get an insight into how keystone habits feature in your life. Here's what keystone habits are. They are habits that have a kind of knock-on or trickle-down effect in your life. So if the keystone habit is something that creates flow in your life towards your goals, the likelihood is it's going to affect your other habits so that they too begin to flow in the direction of your goals. If the keystone habit flows against your goals or creates resistance in your life in some way, then the likelihood is you'll also adopt other habits or shape other habits that also create resistance or flow against your ability to achieve your goals. 
What that means is that if your life is currently not as you wish it, you're going to be able to trace it back to one or two keystone habits that if you change those, the changes would, over time, create a domino effect that would ultimately change many other areas in your life or your life overall. Looking at it from the other side, if you've set one of these really big outcome goals and you're thinking, oh, I have no idea how to get there, setting a really good keystone habit would be a great place to start because that will ultimately start the ball rolling and it creates this kind of snowball effect or this flow, as I like to call it. So the most important thing about keystone habits is they have this kind of building or iterative effect. They don't stand on their own. They affect other things around them. And the reason seems to be that there's a link between habits and identity. And keystone habits are the ones that shape our identities, but they are also shaped by our identities. And this is where it all links to last week's episode. By the time a keystone habit is shaping your identity, the work is done, which means it's already automated, most of it is happening in the subconscious, and you probably don't have to do a lot of thinking to make it happen. It's a part of who you are and how you see yourself. So if you took a chance to write down some of those I am statements earlier, if you look at those now, the likelihood is you'll instantly be able to recognize habits you have that support some of the statements you wrote down. And many of them will be things you do automatically with little or no thought. That's not to say you're not conscious of them, but it's not a question you have to ask yourself, is this something I'm going to do today? Is this something I'm going to prioritize or not? It simply is because it's part of who you are. So keystone habits have this way of holding identity in place. But that means, really importantly, if you change keystone habits, you arguably change identity as well. Hopefully with that statement, you can instantly see why keystone habits could be so important, particularly if you've got really big goals that are outside your comfort zone right now, and achieving them would mean changing how you see yourself and what you feel capable of. Then the first step is going to be a keystone habit change. You might even have experienced this already. If you took up exercise for the first time or you started meditating or any of those types of things, the likelihood is they have had knock-on effects in your life and you might be six months later going, oh yeah, I'm doing this differently and I'm doing that differently. Those were keystone habits. But now, of course, you're listening to this podcast, so now you know about keystone habits. You can use them deliberately. You can actually decide, I'm going to do this thing because I'm expecting it to create a trickle-down or knock-on effect in my life. I'm expecting it to create flow, and here's how I intend to do it. So if you want to be able to supercharge your habits or create habits that lead to flow in the direction of your goals, here's a three-step process to help you do it. Step one is to work out what you're flowing towards. So if you've listened to the first episode in this series and you've got those outcomes and performance and progress goals, you'll have a good indicator of where you're trying to go and how you intend to do it. Step two is to consider how do you need to see yourself and how do you need to feel in order to be capable of achieving those things. And then more practically and possibly with reference to your performance goals, what are the skills you need to get there? And step three is that you use that information to select a keystone habit that will start the process of shaping your identity that way and making you feel the way you need to in order to move towards those outcome goals. In addition, that keystone habit might be helping you develop the skills that you're going to later apply to some other aspect of achieving that outcome goal. Although I've just mentioned the hallmarks of a keystone habit in that description, I just want to go back over that and make it really clear so it's easy to remember. A keystone habit will achieve one or more of the following three things. One, they change how you see yourself, so they will shape your identity in a new way. 
Two, they change how you feel. That could mean they change how you feel about yourself or they literally change how you feel. You feel stronger or more resilient, more motivated, more energetic, whatever it might be. So something you're doing is creating a feeling. And three, and this is for when you're choosing keystone habits deliberately, they lead you to develop in some way that's significant to achieving your outcome goals. So let's look at an example. Let's say you're somebody who wakes up early in the morning to exercise before you go to work. Some of the identity statements that go with that, I am disciplined, I'm an early riser, I'm a morning person. If you then decided that one of your big goals was to start your own business and leave full-time employment, you might automatically be drawn to doing some of that work to prepare your new business in the mornings because you're an early riser and you're disciplined. So getting up an extra hour earlier might feel possible to you because your identity supports that. Or let's say you're someone who is in full-time employment. When your alarm goes off, it's all you can do to get out of your bed. It takes massive effort. You might snooze two or three times before you actually get up. It's a real drag. By the end of the day, you're tired. You want to come home and spend some time with your kids and you really just look forward to crashing out in front of the TV and having some relaxing time before you do it all again the next day. You have this business idea that will allow you to break free from the rat race and you need to just get started. But maybe now your identity and your habits are saying, I'm not disciplined, I'm not a morning person, I don't have energy at the end of the day, I can't do it. In this case, the likelihood is you'll have keystone habits that are pushing away from that goal of starting your own business. Now, of course, they are flowing in the direction of other goals that are important to you, like time with your family and so on. So if that business goal is an important one to you, the cool thing you can do now is consider, well, what could I do that would help me develop the mindset that helps me feel capable of getting up earlier in the morning or that makes me feel like I've got enough energy to do that? And this is the really cool thing about keystone habits. If it's too big a leap for you to do the thing that is obviously the thing you need to do, then you pick something you feel capable of doing that will develop the mindset, the identity, the feelings and the energy that will allow you to do the thing you're capable of doing. So as an example, if you're not a morning person, what you might find is you're not a morning person because you only get five or six hours sleep a night. And that might be as a result of some other habit like too much TV, so you're overstimulated and your brain can't switch off, or you're stressed and you're lying awake thinking at night. In this case, it might be too big a leap at this point to start going, right, I'm going to throw in working on my business on top of everything else. So maybe instead you decide you are going to meditate last thing before you go to bed, or you are going to make it a priority to go to bed at a particular time so that you allow yourself more sleep. Or you're going to deliberately reduce TV time and take up some hobby which may reduce overstimulation of the brain and may potentially develop skills you'll later need or use for your business. The discipline it takes to develop any one of these habits and stick with it is the same type of discipline it would take to get up early and work on a new business. Plus, any of those habits would change how you feel because you'd wake up with more energy, more motivation because you'd have slept better, and you'd likely feel better about the choices you're making. So it's almost like you start proving to yourself that you are capable of these things, that you can trust yourself to run with this business idea and that you can actually make it happen. And along the way, the likelihood is things like creativity, focus, attention, planning, all those things are going to strengthen and they're all performance skills that are useful in starting a business. So 
You can see how picking a keystone habit, even if it isn't the specific thing you're wanting to work on, can ultimately provide you with loads of powerful motivation, skills, and identity markers that will lead you to the thing you want to do. So I hope all of that makes it easy to see the value of keystone habits and why it's really important, A, to get a sense of whether there are any of these habits creating resistance in your life because they'll be creating resistance in more than one area, and B, considering how you could deliberately shape your keystone habits in order to create greater momentum, motivation, creativity, focus, energy, whatever it is you need to take the next step in your life and achieve those outcome goals you've set for yourself. As a final note, it's worth mentioning that there are specific habits that are already cited in research as being very effective keystone habits. And those are exercise, meditation, practicing gratitude, having a brain healthy diet. We'll cover that in another episode. Practicing 10 to 15 minutes of learning or development every day and sleeping for seven to eight hours every night. Each of these habits has been documented as making differences beyond the habit themselves. So they create greater momentum, greater flow in some way in other areas of life. So even if you haven't done all the other stuff, the outcomes, goals, and all the stuff we talked about in episode one, set your values and all the things we spoke about in episode two, it doesn't actually matter. You could simply pick one of those habits, one that appeals to you in some way, and run with that, and it will automatically have positive effects in your life, as long as you stick with it. And that's what we'll be talking about in next week's episode, because it's useful to know once you start these things, how you keep momentum and motivation going. For this week, if you've got comments or questions, visit bighappylife.blog. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the show and you'll be notified every week when a new episode goes live. For now though, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.